We just gotta do a mini introduction, bro. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, I mean, I've been recording, so is... I recorded all of that. So just whenever you're ready to okay, start, it's on you, dude. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's on me? It's all you, bro. It's all on me, shit. Don't start sweating. <laughs> Don't start sweating. It's I, all you, I bro. I stay sweating, bro. I stay sweating. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. My man's fat. He sweats in the sun. <laughs> he said, my man's... I sweat <laughs> He said, I sweat so much it rained inside. It's just perpetually the... Um, I, got a, I got the Amazon biome. Oh, bro, imagine. Imagine if a nigga actually sweated like that. <laughs> like, like, he's just sitting there, he looks at it, and he, he, under his fucking hairline, it's just like... No, all I can think of when you say that is... When Drewski interviewed old boy, she goes, my dude is sweating. <laughs> right, hey, but anyways, welcome to the No Shot Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm joined with my two friends, uh, Joe and Chris. Say what's up, fellas. What's up? What's, look at that segue. How, um, what's up, man? <laughs> it's Chris. It's your boy. But, uh, but hey, we're just, uh, we're just three friends that are into sports. Uh, video games, anime, TV, movies, and all that jazz, and that's what we're gonna talk about. So yeah, how we doing today, boys? Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, well, one thirty. We've been waiting a while. <laughs> yeah, because a while is. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my parents and just go spend the entire day at a car dealership. Saying we waited a while is um. <clears throat> statement. <laughs> For all you out there, like, I, we were I, supposed I, to start at eight. It's one thirty no, in the morning. I know. I know. So I this know. is just I apologize. this is just the meta. I, I'm upset because I was so excited when I found out I wasn't gonna like go to the lake, and I was like, oh, I'll have time to get back early, and we can record the first episode of the podcast, the thing we've been talking about doing for the longest time. <laughs> and then at least a year and a half now. <laughs> and yeah. then just got back <laughs> to do it. But, uh, yeah, hey, uh, one thing that I just want to start off talking about is, boys, what, uh, what are some games that you're playing right now? What are some animes, some shows or anything Holy. you've been playing recently? Oh, man. Anything like that? Well, Chris, you want to go first? Today, me and Joe were fucking killing shit in the Halo Infinite beta. And let me fucking tell you, Jared, like, <laughs> this shit feels like Reach in Halo 3. Like, it really does. Like, it feels like... yeah. Old school. Well, like I say old school. Or... It definitely feels like a modernized uh, version of Halo. It definitely feels like uh, it took a. They took a proper step towards making it what it should be. It definitely feels like it has um, gotten modernized from the old formula. But everything about mm-hmm. it so far just feels fucking fantastic. I love it. They. They took a lot of the things that so basically i would say there's zero halo 4 in the game but they definitely took a couple yeah it definitely took like a couple things like mantling from halo 5 which is definitely nice because it makes traversing like uh on the ledges much easier and way less frustrating so you don't have to crouch jump your guy just grabs a ledge um we still got sprinting but you know all the nerds uh did the calculations and it's only two percent faster <laughs> than actually the normal running speed. Uh, it's more of like just a segue, so you can actually slide. 
So it's like it's like brink movement. Yeah, basically, it's just <laughs> it, it's kind of like I don't know if it's like even advantageous to sprint. <laughs> I mean, uh, does, it affect, does it affect aim at all? Or no, no, it doesn't. So, you so can sprint, you're... reload, sprint, and shoot. Yeah, basically sprint and do well, everything. You can't sprint and shoot because like your gun, it goes down. Um, you know, like it's a sprinting animation like every other FPS what, game. Yeah, what a description. Move and shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can still like move and shoot. Um, there is bloom. Uh, that is back. It doesn't but, um, feel. It doesn't it, feel nearly yeah. as crazy it's as it did not, reach though either yeah it's not you know nearly I mean? as yeah 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 chris nailed that it's not like as extreme it feels um, a lot tighter than it, it did reach because in reach you For could sure. definitely tell that like your bullets were going like at the edge of whatever circle you had but like yeah, this is so a lot tighter the circle either doesn't go as far or they just keep the bullets tighter which i mean it doesn't really matter to me yeah, i like it I, yeah, it definitely it simulates recoil more than it simulates a random bullet pattern. Okay. Speaking of random uh, bullet patterns, <laughs> I'm also playing Valorant as you as you know. I mean, did you pick? I can't believe you picked that back up, dude. Look, well, I mean, <laughs> so fucking it, it's really Cooper that got me back into it, which is a shame. Because <laughs> like, because like the dude wants to play it, and I'm like, all right, cool. And yeah, you can't we turn play down it. the road dog, bro. I mean, I've essentially been like, me and Joe have essentially been carrying Cooper and Caleb through the fucking ringer. Uh, I got, th- I hit Sometimes. gold. I hit gold, he, highest I've ever yes. hit. And then My I fucking dropped out. I lost four games in a row. <laughs> I dropped was also out. there for at least three of them. It was, it's just uh, been, it's been tough, dude. That game is so hard because like. A lot of it, it, well, not a lot of it, but there is an RNG aspect to it because it's a lot like uh, Counter Strike. I don't know if you've played Counter Strike, Jerry, but you've played Valorant what all of three times. Hey, so. hey, I got it. Hey, I got enough to get ranked, and then for you guys to not be able to play with me. Best arena at a baby. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's just the bullets definitely have like this almost like mind of their own feeling. Oh, uh, after you hit like after you shoot like the first four, it kind of just feels like they're just yeah, you they're guys, just going. Ex- if- I'll never forget the level of how my gameplay went from absolutely horrendous to horrible, and yeah. it was it was because you guys explained to me you can't hold down <laughs> I the have, trigger the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I have never in my life played a game that has frustrated me more than Valorant. Because Man. in Valorant, the highs are so high, but the lows are so incredibly low. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> like, like, you can literally go from, like, dropping 30, dying, like, you know, 10, 15 times, right? You're feeling yourself. And you'll get to the next match, and nothing's hitting. Not a thing. Not you shoot, one and people thing. just not dying. Like, it's like, oh, you hit them three times, but they one tapped you in the head because they're just better, maybe, who knows? And it's just, <laughs> it's such a frustrating experience sometimes, and that's why I struggle getting into it, because it is just so frustrating. Um, and a lot of it's because I don't play the game a lot, so I don't understand the game, but even people who play a lot, I feel like kind of understand the highs, lows, because I see it all over Twitter, you know? 
um, a lot of people who actually are good at FPS games and not just slightly above average like me uh, say the same shit I'm saying is like there's slightly not a game that they <laughs> there's not a game in the world that humbles them like Valorant and I get that because that game is so humbling <laughs> like you will just get bodied and sometimes. it's insane too because like the way that like their ranked is their ranking system is set up like you can you can play with somebody who's like absolutely fucking dog cracked and he's like insane but he'll be like bronze or silver because yeah, there's just there's just that many people playing and there's like that crazy of a like gap between yeah. like the top players and the the bottom players it's like, it's what? nuts like the thing i noticed is that that one time i hit gold uh <laughs> um that one time i hit gold is the jump from like silver players to so i would say like a lot of silver players some of them are definitely good enough if they have like actual teams to probably push into like the high gold high low plat territory some of those guys are fucking nuts <laughs> and i got into gold and then there's those guys I'm like yeah this guy could definitely be a diamond he's actually insane he's the best player <laughs> i've ever seen it <laughs> <laughs> sounds a lot like it sounds a lot like when Chris and I were making our duos run in Rocket League. Oh my and god! And we would rank up. <laughs> just, oh my god! It's you talk like, about being humble. You talk dude. about being humble. There's nothing like going from dominating everyone in silver, dominating, dominating. everyone in gold. Like like we're winning you, every game by like five, six goals. Person. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you get your first person who's just doing. You see the so one, the five, first person the most. to fly. Backflips in the air. The first person that flies, control, you're just like, like that's never... it. I, I can't. <laughs> and, and it's no, like. Skill, Rocket League probably has one of the biggest skill gaps. I mean. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I, I can't even begin to like sit here and even wrap my brain around Rocket League. Man, uh, yeah. fucking, oh. I, Rocket League is a fucking mess, bro. I, I. Love that game too, though. Yeah. But I don't think any of us are playing Rocket League at the moment. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, no. I I would be playing it if my internet allowed me, but uh, I eh, we'll we'll get there. So uh, people, I'll go ahead. I was just gonna touch on my thing. So I haven't. I wouldn't say like I've really been playing games. Well, like I got just I just yeah. finished a single player game. Oh, um. Yeah. The day's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Days Gone uh, PC part, and first of all, I'm very impressed with the quality of the PC part. I would say throughout my entire time playing, I had one crash, which I think was my fault. I don't know how, but I'm pretty sure I did something to cause it, because I'm... This you didn't just change keybinds? You didn't yeah. just change keybinds? We'll get to that later. Um... <laughs> Uh, um, but you know, other than like a few like weird graphical bugs, um, really solid PC port. Cause a lot of PC ports when they come from console really kind of not great sometimes. Like some, a lot of them end up being pretty yeah. bad, but I will say this, the game, if you like zombie games, if you like the post-apocalyptic feel, uh, I could not recommend the game more. Um, Personally, it's like an 8.5 out of 10. There was a couple like annoying mission sequences that like, I just wish the game didn't make me do. But um, other than that, I had a blast the whole way through. Uh, it's a six 
No, I bought the game at $45 because that's it didn't come to PC at full price. And I got about 60 hours worth of gameplay out of it. And I enjoyed almost every 60 if it wasn't for that one mission type that does stop. So it doesn't, it doesn't continue throughout the game. It stops about right before the halfway point. So in the half, yeah. So I would rec you know, recommend that. Other than that, though, I've just kind of been doing one-off games, um, a little bit of Valorant. Well, I wish I wish Jared's internet would get better because I want to get back to our our random fighters pools drafts. Those are so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Having, I mean, I I really been, don't like fighting a, somebody a, with give it a with, week and I should be straight. I really don't like I, fighting somebody who has a fucking nineteen frame delay. That's insane. Yeah, I, I hate I doing shit like that in a fighting game. It's so much. I it's struggle so fighting on I a... am terrified right now. I am terrified right now to contribute in the conversation. Uh, Why? I mean, is it is it one of those is it a Madden? He has been playing Madden. What? Well, I was asking. Well, I mean, if we're talking about well, I, I thought we were talking about just the topic in general or unless you wanted to talk about fighters as we were saying or the internet. There's a lot of subplots you can go into here. Uh, I, yeah, I, I miss I miss part of that. No, my my internet is right. Yeah, right. No, right now my I'm looking at my Discord connectivity and it's at one red bar, and so I'm. Oh, great. <laughs> I well, miss part of that. Here we go. So we should uh, be good on internet in about a week, but uh, no. I was gonna one thing I was gonna touch upon. If anybody's watching the video podcast, you'd notice that it's just our Discord pictures, and. I know Joe recently just got into anime. I know Chris is heavy into <laughs> anime. I watched it a little bit, and so I just wanted to... I don't know who Joe's character is. I don't know who Chris's character is. <laughs> Mine's the goat of Vegeta. Clearly the best ever. The best to do it. The Prince of All Saiyans. The Prince of All Two People. Okay. I, Three people, actually. My bad. Hey. Yeah, hey, Broly exists. Hey, hey, you're not dealing with the average Saiyan warrior. Okay, okay, stop. <laughs> stop. We're not doing this. So yeah, so <laughs> Joe, who's 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 your dude? Because you're you got the you got the fancy Discord, so you got the animated picture. I do got the fancy Discord. So my Discord picture is probably uh it's tough. I wanna see yeah, he's probably my second favorite character I've had in an anime so far. I'm saying that because I've only watched uh not a lot. I've watched two full ones and I've been dabbling in Dragon Ball. But uh, my picture up. is uh, Vorkel, who is. He's just that guy. Um, he's like the second that guy, though, because there is one guy who's more that guy, but. Uh, spoiler free. So, Vorkel. Wait, so. He's a G. So, do you like him more than. Uh, what shows it from? Toto? Uh, it's from Vinland Saga. Do you like him more than Toto? Oh, that's tough. I mean, yeah. I feel that. Because, like, you know, just the way this guy is introduced the second time <laughs> is... Yeah. I mean, even the first time. He just does ridiculous shit, like, basically the entire anime. He's funny. He's... Jared, let's put it like this. This man is, what, 7 foot 7, 400 pounds? Yeah. Cannon, the, yeah, and just yoked. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like. There's a part where he just picks up a f like 
you know forts have like those really long spiky like fence the pikes posts? the giant big ass yeah pikes like a giant like, like he takes that yeah. bitch yeah. and throws it at a fucking boat okay yeah he's that guy <laughs> I, I, <respect> it. <laughs> I sees it i believe it all right chris, all who's, right, chris uh, who's the who's yours well this this is the best waifu in all of anime period I don't. I will not stand for any kind of slander or disrespect, or saying that anybody else from her series is better because it's just not true. Um, I don't want to get into like waifu stuff because that's like the dark side of the anime manga community, yeah, uh, to say the least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, this is Chizuru, and uh, if you know anime and you know. The show called Rent a Girlfriend. You know who she is. She's the main, the main baddie, and uh, she just is also the most. The div- name of the name of the anime is Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh my god! Uh, let me tell you, I... it's it's great. It's it's a lot more than it, it's it's a lot more than uh, scratch that. The show itself, very surface level. What you think it is? <laughs> the manga is what is where it gets like oh. deep. And interesting. Here we go. And then yeah, you yeah, get okay. like, I mean, it's not the anime's fault. The anime would get to it, but I don't think the anime's ever gonna get um to that point. Uh, but it's it is uh very deep, very um emotional, and shit like that has been. I've actually been getting into a lot of emotional shit, uh, anime wise recently, and it's just been hitting different. Yeah, I'm gonna call Joe out real quick. Joe said, Joe said, Joe said, I've only seen like two animes all the way through, and. Joe, in the past like eight weeks, that's false. I've watched three animes all the way through. More, you, have, you have watched more uh, anime than I have in my entire life, Joe. Yeah, it's not entirely okay, look, true. Look, <laughs> okay, look, like, listen, I, I'll put this on. I was not an anime fan, uh, albeit no five months ago, Chris. <laughs> uh, Roughly, yeah. You're not a fan <laughs> of the Wendigos, bro. No, I was not a fan of the Wendigos, and my homie Chris here introduced me to Jujutsu Kaisen. And when I say, you know, yeah, I, I, I think, okay, yeah. I think, ca- I think captivated is a really good word for yeah, how Joe felt watching that show. He from, was so invested and enthralled yeah. with the show. He was just like, like the show locked me in on the very first episode. And that, and on the very first episode is also when I found my absolute favorite character in anime. Uh, it's of course the first fight scene between Gojo and Sakuna. Sakuna, yeah. Sakuna. Yeah. Um, and when he was just sitting on that motherfucker. No, 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 no. It's the first one. It should be the second. <clears throat> it's the second it's or the first. It's definitely those first I mean, two. We both, we, <laughs> all three of us binged it, so it all just. Well, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. I well, no. I did binge it, but I did watch it. As it was coming out week to week. Oh, yeah. No, he was. He just sat on who apparently was the baddest dude to ever exist. And that was. I was like, yep, that's my guy right there. And <laughs> that kind of just kind of started my. Propelling me into anime because then we watched. Promise Neverland. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. I'm not going to get into that. Oh, my uh, God. But I've never heard Chris cry in my life before until I watched that with him. <laughs> 
Um, Jared, you have no idea, bro. No, I watched the first episode with Cody, and I was going to watch more of it with him, but he was like, that's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> bro, it's, it's wild. Good. Promise Neverland is fucking wild. It's, it's great, too. It, it is some shit. It's good. Like, I, it's bad at the same time. It's just like... It was so good. It's so I good. I called out of work to finish the... To just finish it. And I, and I was also half because I was just in shambles because of the stupid show. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think even like we just started watching it because like we started watching anime in general because like um me and Joe were like I was talking about something. I think it was we I think it was Attack on Titan. I think it was about Attack no, 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 on Titan or something. The, because no, the um I remember exactly what it was. That so got you we to start watching about... Jujutsu Kaisen? No, because um, we were talking about episode, um, animes with gripping first episodes because of the to Tim to Tap Man, Nick Merck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was Promised Neverland. Yeah. I was talking about getting you into oh. anime in general. Oh, okay, yeah, that's my Because I think I was talking about um, Attack on Titan or something because uh, it was when it was coming out. And I was like, bro, like, I just can't. This shit is insane. Like, so much shit is going on, blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, I mean, what's the big deal type beat, right? And then <laughs> yeah, it was like, and I was like, okay, look, you know, maybe because sh- you also tried to say that like stuff that where people are just like talking and there's not a whole lot of action, it's just you don't get interested in it. And I was like, okay, bro, let me hook you up. I got this, bro. The show just ended. You got to watch it. And then sure enough. He said, oh, yep. yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a fair chance. And then here we are today. Well, he introduced a show as, hey, you want to watch people beat the brakes off of the other guys? I was like, sure. Sure enough, that's what it was. <laughs> no, I think I think, I think I've, I've only seen, I think, four animes all the way through. Which ones would those and even I be? I think you... you might have caught up or surpassed me. I've only ever seen Dragon Ball. No, I, uh, well, you told me Joe saw One Punch Man, so that would tie it up. Did you see One Punch Man, Joe? I haven't finished it. It didn't. Like it was, it was good, but like, eh. It kind of just, eh. It's fine. But no, I didn't finish it. Eh, hater. No, no, no I'm not hating. Seen, <laughs> I've seen the Dragon Balls. All this the dragon guy. balls. I think my audio is messing up right now. It's I mean, tweaking. You're cutting it's it a little out. Bit. But the only thing you have said is Dragon Ball. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's because I can't. Uh, I can't. You can't tell. Talk. I just I can't tell if Joe is actually just waiting this long to respond. I mean, well, I was letting you talk. So. Yeah, we're just letting you talk. I mean, yeah, I was just kind of letting you do your thing. This is kind of this is kind of the only time we'll, we're we're it's not like going to be. There's a whole two seconds in between. That's why I was curious. So, <laughs> I mean, do you want me to interrupt you more? I can do that. I know talking over each other. Yeah, I get it. But it's yeah. I mean the the usual we'll stick. There, sure. The usual we'll stick. Get, no, yeah, just, we'll yeah, get there. I'm sure. Addresses you with a question, and you sit there and you wait. But uh, no, I've seen the Dragon Balls, uh, One Punch Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, 
and Ippo, and I think that's it. Ippo's lit. Ippo's so cool. Ippo's I love lit. Ippo. Yeah, you would like Ippo. Ippo's lit. Bro, have you heard of a uh, Baki? Jared? anime. I'm lit. trying to watch. I'm trying to watch no. Baki at some point. Baki's Not. lit, bro. I don't know. I don't know if we can. You know, can we do like a review episode and like watch yeah. the shit and like yeah. I don't know if we I don't know if we'll. We might get DMCA'd. I don't know if we can like play the actual show, but I'm sure we well, can. Well, I think like... we be getting paid to be DMCA'd, so no, eh, you I can mean... still get taken down, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who the fuck's gonna I see random no, podcast? You no, no, you're you're right, you're right, you're right. That's facts. That's facts. No, you don't want stuff. No, because because this could go in. This could no, no. But it, if it gets if it gets demonetized, that uh, that makes it they they don't promote it. It doesn't show up as much if you search things. That's fair. Okay, That's let's fair. just DMCA or copyright. It won't show up. Let's just put that idea in the back burner. No, 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 hundred percent in the back burner. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not even on the stove. So, do we want to get into what we actually been on talking about no. today? <laughs> so, I want. Yeah, I want to play a game with y'all real quick. Oh, okay. I want to test y'all's knowledge because the Olympics oh. are going on right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I know. I guarantee neither of y'all have watched any of the Olympics. I have not I've watched, watched some. single Olympic games. No, that's not true. I've watched our just I've watched our fucking basketball track. team get shit on. What? I've seen some of the I've seen some of the track <laughs> events. Um I've seen some gymnastics. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some so, of the rowing. I've watched I some, think, I've watched some Olympics. So what, I think the so most want, Olympics want... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What can, what so what I want to do. What I want to do. What I want to do is we're gonna play a game where I'm gonna say a sport, and you're gonna tell me if it's a real Olympic sport or it's a fake Olympic sport. All right. What we'll classifies as an Olympic we'll sport? See who wins? If it's in the Olympics, uh, what do you a, mean? A sport in the Olympics. <laughs> Joe, what? I hate. I hate you. I, I hate you. Use it in a sentence. I hate you. Okay. All right. So I'm just gonna say a sport. I can give like a brief description on it, and you'll say real or fake. Okay. Okay. Bet. Mm-hmm. Got it. Sound good. Bet. Okay. Mm-hmm. If if I describe something poorly, don't get mad at me. I won't. All seven Maybe. people that are watching. Okay. Nice. So. Squash. That's yes, a that's that, real that's sport. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I've heard about it. Fake. It's fake. Oh. Damn! I fake. swore it was. Fake. Uh, me too. Zero zero. Like archery zero, zero. or something. Alright, next one. Three V three basketball. That's real. Yes. Women's. Yes. That's yep. real. The, the men's team's gonna qualify. Three, three, yep. One point each. One point each. <laughs> okay. BMX freestyle. Yes. Real. That's real. Yep, real. Alright. All tied up. Only reason why I know that's that's all tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. MMA. Fake. False. Fake. Why did I say false? Correct. Fake. They have like judo, yeah. wrestling, sambo, boxing. They essentially they have MMA, MMA, but it's just separated. But it's not mixed. They have MMA. <laughs> right? It's not mixed. Yeah. So it's so it's not mixed. <laughs> no, it's just a martial art. Okay. I just want to see uh, a boxer if I did sumo. Anyways. We have. Huh? Downhill longboard racing. Fake. 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 You're right. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Are, y'all are doing. The only one y'all have missed so far is squash. 
I swore squash, squash would have been like an obscure nah. thing, like archery you or something. Think so because they have, they have the other racket sports where they have, yeah they have badminton in the Olympics. Table tennis, they have badminton, but they don't have squash. That's weird. All right, all right, all right. We got a couple more. All right, roller derby, real, fake. Ooh, our first split decision. Chris gets the point. Chris takes Let's the go. lead by one. Oh, Let's go. Fair. Let's go. That would be lit, though. That would be lit. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> All right. I don't think enough countries have enough money to participate. Equestrian. In something like that. That's real. That's real. Equestrian. Do y'all know what equestrian is? That's the yeah, horseback riding shit. shit. Horse horse tricks and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I used to. All right. You know what? Never mind. That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> All right. Rhythmic gymnastics. Rhythmic yes, that's real. So hey. this is gymnastics. This is so. Hey, this this is gymnastics with ribbons and doing shit. The ribbons. Yeah. And shit. That's yes. real. Oh, that's real. Okay, that's, that's real. real. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would have lost a point there. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I this is a long list. We'll do two more. Surfing. Real. Fake. It's new. Is Joe it? gets the point. Damn. Joe gets the point tied up. Mm -hmm. Damn. This is it right here then. Tied up. Yeah? Okay, last one. Last one. All right. I... Joe, let's both this is what's going to happen. I'm going to say it. I want to answer first, and I want Joe to answer. All right. Ah, fuck. So... Y'all can... So, Joe, so you, all, you guys can hedge your bets and put, say the same thing and tie. <laughs> all right. So, the sport is going to be... Powerlifting, Chris. What is your answer? I say true. It's fa it's not fake. It's real. <laughs> Wait. So when you say it's powerlifting, real. hold on. Yeah. Are you talking about like so the entirety? Powerlifting. You know, whatever. I said. I said real. I'm sticking with it. Finally, because it's all. Well, for the sake of gamemanship, I'm gonna say fake. But I know there's powerlifting events, so. Ladies and gentlemen, we have we have a winner. Our 2021 2020 real or fake Olympic champion is none other than Mr. Joe. Powerlifting is a uh, fake let's go. Olympic sport. Sugma. The one that you guys are thinking of is Olympic is is Olympic. Olympic is it Olympic, Olympic weightlifting? weightlifting? God, weightlifting. Yeah. Weightlifting is the clean and jerk and the snatch. It's just two events. It's Olympic weightlifting. Powerlifting is squat, bench, and deadlift. That's now, so dumb. If I said Paralympic powerlifting would have been in it because bench press is in the Paralympic games, but that's the one where people don't have like anyways. Oh, I'm not gonna continue. Man, I all. swore powerlifting oh, was like in there. I swore it was. Damn, you got me. You got me good, man. Nope, that's why people say it's not a real sport. Is that what yeah, is that what is that what people qual is that what people qualify as a sport nowadays? Is if it's in the Olympics. I mean, I'm sure some people. I don't consider think. I don't think it would fine. because they they're they're just now adding they're just now adding cheerleading to the Olympics. I, mean, so I don't think go. it. I don't think that should have ever been in the Olympics. That it has to be in the Olympics to be a sport. Fair enough. Because then That's American fair. football wouldn't be a sport. Yeah, but it has a ball, and everybody what? says that if it has a ball, it's a sport. But uh. Anywho, with that, I actually want to bring up some shit. Um. So. As we know, the Olympics are on right now. 
and um, our basketball team, not doing so hot, but they can recover. Um, so, like, so also the NBA Finals just went off a couple weeks ago, as we know. Um, mm-hmm. So, I wanted to ask what your guys' thoughts are on the current state of the NBA. Like, because seeing how our Olympic team is performing, plus with current people like Luca, like uh, Porzingis, like Giannis, people that like aren't American athletes dominating the NBA. What do you think that like, how do you guys feel about that in terms of like just the state of the NBA? Um, do you mind if I go first since I probably have the least to say? You got it. Okay. Um, yeah, you got it. I actually like uh, the idea that we're getting more, like, overseas talent. Uh, you know, especially the talent we're getting now. I mean, there's really not much to be said about both Luca and Giannis. It hasn't already been said. Giannis is – he really does live up to anything. He's a literal freak of nature. I mean, just that last game performance really kind of solidifies him as – probably undoubtedly the best guy in the NBA right now. And Luca everyone knows I, mean, I know that's your know guy. How I feel about that's your guy. <laughs> Luca is my guy. I love Luca. I love his play style, his seemingly like kind of I don't want to say like unathletic, but just the way he plays the game is just it's it's fun to watch uh cuz it's just it's just different. Uh I think. Cuz I've recently started getting the basketball. I say recently it's been like a five you know like a four-year thing um but no i think it's really good that we're getting guys from overseas who are incredibly talented uh and i think the nba is in a good spot because a lot of the young guys are really showing out and that's good for the nba because we're seeing a lot of the old guard turn over like the yeah yeah i mean there's not it's no mystery that lebron is aging i mean we see it, it happens to everybody you know it happened to jordan it happened to kobe it happens to everybody it happened to Shaq. it's just you know it's just how it goes you can't play a sport forever nope and we're definitely seeing father time hey, tom brady bro yeah, uh, listen we're definitely seeing father time <laughs> take us we're definitely seeing father time take his toll on lebron um but with the young guys, I think they be in a good spot. All right. So touch on what you said about the Olympic team. They had three bad games in a row, but they've literally ever since that France game, they've been blowing everybody out. They're like, <laughs> I think I looked at it today. I think they're first in points for and like first in points against. I get that. I get that. And I mean, I say that, but I mean, it's just like, it's because, so I was asking because like normally, and I mean, people get better. And as we can see, like athletes around the world are just getting better at whatever they want to do. Right. But I was just saying, because like, you know, basketball is kind of like just something that America has just like, kind of just put their foot on everybody's throat you know so i was wondering if that if that's like do you think that's because of like the t- 
talent that we're getting from overseas or like what? No, I, I think the biggest the biggest thing that I think is changing with basketball and I will say that will preface this saying I've only been really getting into basketball the past five six years and so I'm not at liberty to be final judgment on anything but I I think the biggest thing is the way the NBA is played is has become drastically different the way that international national ball is a lot of very, very team oriented yeah. and the refs let them get away with a lot more than in the NBA and the NBA has become a very much individual driven league rather than team driven league what I like because power to the play. Not that's kind of impacted, not necessarily loyalty, but I think focus on really like team building. Yeah, and it's really showing that in this Olympic, where we have a bunch of dudes who are the guy and just ball out, but they're not meshing that well together. But if you look at the teams that have been successful, you like if you look at the Bucks this past year, they're a team that has come up together, and they're the team that obviously there were injuries. But, like, you have the Nets lost to them. All the teams that had were just stacked with talent that they just brought in instead of building it up are the ones that lost. And so I think that's the biggest thing with international play is a lot of the guys that are on, like, the international teams, like Australia, France, and everything, those guys have been playing together and have come up from when they played on, like, the their younger FIBA teams and have come up together and have played all the time together. Or like the Team USA team, it's kind of like, hey, who are the best players that are willing to go? Yeah. And so it's just that chemistry. It's the first year that Pop's there, and I love Pop, but Pop's trying to implement like the Spurs system, which doesn't really work that well with a bunch of just superstars. Yeah. And so I think that's why Team USA has been struggling, is just they haven't had that team chemistry. They have a coach who's more hell-bent on having his system work instead of trying to get a system going to work for the players that he has. And I just think that's the biggest issue in terms of where the NBA is at. I think the NBA is in a great place and that I think the power of the player is allowing more player movement. Like we just saw Russell Westbrook just got traded yeah. and it's allowing players to move more freely. And I mean, a lot of this is due to like LeBron always signing those one plus one contracts when he's with Cleveland and everything and mm -hmm. with Miami. So he could keep getting paid the most. And it's just players not getting locked in for, like, five, six years. Yeah. Like how it is in the NFL. And they get fed up two years into their contract. And so <laughs> you just see a lot more player movement. It makes the league more fun to watch. Like, damn, Russell Westbrook's on his, what, his fourth team in four, yeah. four years? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. We, you get to see. I know, you, I know both of you guys have your feelings about Russell Westbrook. But just, like, imagine in the NFL if you saw, like, you saw, you saw like Peyton Manning played for four different teams in four different years, and I'm not saying Russell Westbrook's Peyton Manning, but like you have an no, MVP player, no, for sure, yeah, flying around the league, and so I think it's it makes the NBA more fun. The NBA, I think, is the most fun sport to play. What if scenarios? I think that yeah. I think there's a huge difference though. Also, and like in like obviously in 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 basketball you can kind of like get away with that right you can kind of get away with one dude going a bunch of different teams because it, i mean it's five on five one person can have a whole lot more impact than on a football field you know what i'm saying yeah um 
but it's also Definitely. it's also just the development of the league. Like if you look at yeah. like the a lot of the rule changes that the NBA has implemented, Adam Silver's implemented are more player favored, and then the NFL a lot of the stuff is more organization favored because yeah. it's the organization. I mean, it's always going to be the organ. It's always going to be the organization. Yeah, but like, you can't like the with the new CBA rule where NFL players, if they're trying to hold out of a contract and they don't show up for mandatory days, they get fined fifty thousand dollars a day, so they can't really hold out anymore. Where and like in the NBA, every NBA contract's fully guaranteed, like the teams have to pay it out. And so, NFL like, you're lucky if you get a fully guaranteed contract. And so it's just like. I think the that's NFL... the good steps that the NBA is taking for, and I think that's what people are realizing more of. But to touch on what else you said, I think the I'm happy with all the I love the, all the international players coming in mm. just because it's just representation from the world. I think yeah, basketball it's not nearly on soccer's level of like international love of the game, yeah. but it's one. But it's the closest sport I think to soccer that has. You can just pick up and play it wherever. Like yeah. American football yeah. could be super big, but you it's a lot harder to have the resources to have a league and to like have stuff. But like with basketball, you just need a ball on a court and you're good. Yeah. Like you don't need everything. Like soccer, you just need a ball and two nets. Ball is definitely a resource heavy. And so I like that. I like how and like it's great too, just because you got all these people that are just coming from overseas that are getting their chance and it gets more international love and so like you had a bunch of people last night or not last night two nights ago and the nba draft that were foreign players you had the dude yeah from australia that was picked super early you have another i think his name's usman joe you, you're gonna love this guy this guy he's just a he's just a foreign big that you would like he's the type of guy you would like i think his name's usman Forget what team drafted. Uh, I'm not. But, gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I mean, be yeah. honest. I like the NBA. A lot of like the top ten people are. What's up? I could not name a single person in the draft. <laughs> I mean, the only. I mean, Cade Cunningham. I mean, I've never. I've never really I paid attention to the NBA draft. Uh, you mean me? Even either. even even still, like, like, I mean, I asked this NBA question, and I'm sitting here talking about. Oh, I, I didn't even watch the damn draft, but it's like. I mean, I, I've always thought it's always been about like I didn't just draft either. I just, once you get into like the NBA and things like that. From what I've seen, anyway. I mean, I've been a fan of, of basketball since like probably about two thousand four, I think. And I started really following basketball around two thousand seven, um, with that Kobe and uh, well, I said Kobe, the Lakers and Celtics series. <clears throat> that was just where I actually like for real started following basketball yeah. and I mean <clears throat> bro I, I, basketball has just been my favorite sport it's it's so live I love it it's so much fun so much fun to watch and play I will, it's I don't know it's something different I will say this uh, I think the I think I think the I think I'm keeping up with the draft now more and I think this is also a testament to where the NBA is at at where basketball is at as a whole is the NBA draft used to be draft a guy hope in three years he's good rookies did not make an impact they barely played that's typically how it went and yeah. when you compare it to like the NFL 
where a dude can be drafted and be the face of the franchise, and he's the guy from day one. Like, you got guys that are getting drafted, and they're all pros as rookies. Like, that's insane. You never, you never really got that in the NBA. Like, what, Magic won finals MVP as a rookie, and, like, that's insane. But it's also just, like, recent years, I think it's a testament to where basketball has come that a lot of rookies are making a much bigger impact in their first year, their first two years, just balling out. It's insane. And so, like, I've, I've been keeping up more with the draft just because I'm like, oh, these guys, instead of having to wait three years for them to maybe be something or to show they have talent, it's, oh, hey, they could come into the league now and contribute to a team and actually help them out. Well, and then even, like, later round players do well, the same thing. Well, I mean, yeah, like, a lot of that, though, is because, like, I mean, you think about how players are developed nowadays for basketball. I mean, you you get kids averaging, like, shit. The Ball brothers, like, I mean, they're not the best example, but, I mean, all of them were studs in high school, right? Like, I mean, all of them were averaging, like, what, I guess 17-plus points to some extent. And I mean, and then you have things where like, hey, uh, LeVar was like, yo, LaMelo, you're, you're not going to college. So he sent him overseas to go play pro basketball, like 15, you know? So he's doing like pro drills. He's like drilling, like getting his game right for what? Three years? Comes over here, rookie of the year, balling. Baller. Like he's insane he's so good and yeah, I, mean, I mean yeah that's i don't why, even that's know if that's that even an overseas thing pop. yeah 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 i think it's just that the, the development is crazy the only thing i have to say because i think this is um a oh, huge yeah, thing have, like the new g league i think a huge thing about this uh about player development is um i mean uh aau basketball i think is like both a blessing and a curse to a lot of players because i think that they're getting a lot of game time experience, but they don't like, I, I mean, obviously I didn't play AAU basketball like that. Like, I, I mean, I played some when it wasn't like football season, but I mean, AAU basketball, I feel like it's just not because you're constantly just traveling and playing, traveling and playing, traveling and playing. I just, I feel like there's not enough time to get, like A plus grades in your fundamentals and stuff, but granted, I wasn't that good at basketball, so who am I to say? But I just think yeah. that it's just because I, I think that that's something that they take seriously over like overseas, which is why I think a oh, lot yeah, of those I mean, guys at, are better younger. You know what I'm saying? I think that's well, yeah. Big I mean, reason why Luca Luca yep, was a that was my yep. Like look at look at Luca Luca was a. Oh, I forget what league he was. I don't know if he was Hungry League or just Euro League. But I mean, he was Euro really League MVP when he was like, like 18. And so he comes over. He's already been playing with a bunch of pro guys. And some of those Euro Leagues are legit. Like, I mean, did an old boy say that yeah. like scoring in the NBA is easy or something? Like, Well, I mean, it <laughs> well, is, though, because like, just, like it, you can refs. just get away with so much yeah. So much nonsense here in the NBA. Like, I mean, in the NBA, they're damn near like just like prime example was when any time like Giannis got touched when he was in the lane, they were calling a foul. Like, dude, come on. Like, I think that's some of the most 
sickening stuff. I, I mean, we're just – there's no reason Giannis should be taking 20 free throws. Like, no, I mean, it was come on. he wasn't just getting grabbed. No, 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 like, no, 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 I understand. I understand. I get that. But I, I, I get that. But I'm just saying, like, still, like – Kinda, a dude shouldn't have 20 free throws in one game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's facts. I kind of like the... the series that the Heat had that? That was, the, uh, that was the, the Kings back in the day. The Kings had the, like the 40 free throw game or some shit like that. Shit. Dwayne Wade in the finals had like 26 yeah. or something. 26 or 27 yeah. free throws. What were you going to say, Joe? I, I, I kind of like the, like, the offensive heavy kind of direction league is going in uh because basketball's at its most fun to watch i feel when people just score in buckets right like you know right. it's fun to watch guys like you know uh Giannis and luca just do shit you know <laughs> like i remember a few shots in the um mavericks uh clippers where luca's just doing shit to this had your jaw on the fucking floor <laughs> like some of these fadeaway shots like it's like what the fuck and then Giannis yeah. just being an absolute just I don't even know how to explain it like that's why I mean that's why I think that's I think that's a I think that kind of goes both ways where I think it's good yeah it's also bad it makes like, it just, makes the game more accessible for casual fans that aren't which super into I'm it. a casual fan yeah because so. they just see they just see points like oh my yeah. god he's just fucking tearing it up but then it's also like the people that are really into the league and keep up with it are like, oh my god, like, what is going on? There's no defense. They're calling a foul on everything. They're just letting them get away with all this. So I think there's give and take, and I think they're good. Yeah. they'll find the right balance. I know they're ta- they potentially might bring in some FIBA rules, which I think would be good. But yeah, I think I think they I think they need just need to find a good middle ground. Yeah. On that, because like it's like the same thing with football. Like I know. If you're watching a football game, even if it's a little slow, I know, I know, especially you, Joe, you you could get into it because you're a defensive guy. And if there's yeah. all points getting scored and it's good defense, like, oh, this is a good game. But casual fan would be like, this sucks. They've scored three yeah. points in, in four quarters. This sucks. But even so it's football. Like, it's like, yeah. Even, but one of the bigger issues with football and some, some low scoring games is sometimes not even good defense. And it's just like an absolute yeah. inept just experience of like offense i mean i'm a jets fan right and when i watched when i would watch the jets just play a bad team i'm not even enjoying the game from a defensive standpoint you know because like, it's just their bad team's just bad and that's not fun to that's watch that's why i think that, that's why i think the nba is more accessible too because mm-hmm. you'll have your bad teams but you'll usually have at least one good dude on the bad team yeah or at least the other team will just be running it up on them you know I like, well, you know, two years ago, you know, the Washington Wizards and Bradley Beal, like, dudes just scoring buckets, averaging like what, thirty something points a game. He did average still, like thirty some for like a stretch it's of a month. Something stupid, it yeah. Was, it was crazy. And he was just like fun to watch, you know. And it still made the experience accessible and watchable. While you watch a bad team in football, you just want to put your head That's through a wall. That's tough. It's really tough to watch a bad football team, man. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and I've been doing it for a long time. So, I mean, oh god, I don't even want to start talking about football. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it at some point. No, we will. We will. I mean, that's. Whew. It's just the nature of the three people that are here. 
Season season starts in two weeks. Bro. Or when like I know or I'm kind excited. Or or when you're like playing fantasy and then like you're the running back you drafted kind of gets hurt for the whole season. That kind of blows. And somehow your uh, running back only rushes for a yard against the New York Jets. Hey 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 hey. <laughs> he had negative two yards at one point in that game. <laughs> <laughs> no one that's my boy though more. I don't that's think my boy though bro more than demarco murray did when he signed that big deal with the eagles <laughs> and after two games had negative rushing yards yeah so after one after two oh my god i uh, <laughs> that's pain because i like demarco murray yeah well hey i've i've done a topic chris done topic you got one you want to talk about you got anything you want to talk about joe i mean do we want to stick on the sports path because i'm kind of gonna you got a sports one we probably should stay on the. One. We should, probably should stay on the sports. I got a, I got a sports things. question. Mm-hmm. I got a sports question that we can jam on real quick. I will say this: we've been going for about fifty something minutes, and so I don't know if we had a time frame when to shoot for, but we're around fifty-ish minutes. We're we're think, uh, we're, at, we're at fifty-two minutes thirty-eight seconds. We're doing a good okay. job. Yep. This is a good right, pace. So, so with with. A lot of the injuries that happened, like in the NBA Finals, everyone getting hurt, and with like uh, Carson Wentz just went down again. Happens Poor guy. Poor what guy. uh, what? Have there been any like sports injuries that not happened? Because we, but all three of us have a litany of sports injuries, but <laughs> have happened to someone that you watch or anything that just hit you a little different. And I'm Chris. I. I know Derek. Dog, Rose. look, bro. I'm no, not gonna talk about Derek Rose. Derek Rose. I'll let you. I'll let you say it a little bit, but I want something other. Than I'm not gonna talk about Derek, Derek Rose. Rose. I mean, and then, and then I can start. I can start if to help get the ball rolling. I mean, I, I kind two. of I'll already had. Right now. I kind of already uh, had my I got idea. One right now this one's been, okay. Yeah, but my uh, my first one is this one. This one sucks. As well, I'm a Cowboys fan. And all of Tony Romo's injuries. <laughs> all of them. Tony Romo. All, all of them are so. All of them are so. That's unfortunate. Pain. Yeah. All that's... of them are so bad. When he, then... he's broke his collarbone twice, broke his pinky, and then when he this last time when he broke his back, I just remember watching that preseason game against the Seahawks. You see like Zeke's first play where he like does the spin move on Cam Chancellor, and you're like, oh my god, we got a shot this year which we say every year. But then you see just like Tony Romo, who's just coming off of being hurt. You see him scrambling, and you're just like, oh, no. And I'm there with my uncle. I'm like, we're like, just go down, go down, go down. And then I think it was Michael Bennett or Cliff Averill just hit him, and he's just laying there, and he's just like, damn, not again. And it turns out he broke his back. But then in comes back Prescott. We go 13-3, and three, first or number one seed, and – the whole debate that year was, oh, should Tony come in for Dak? It's like, no, you got to leave the hot hand in. And then Tony got his last, like, series against the Eagles where he went, like, five for six and threw a touchdown. But then you get to that Packers game where Cowboys did everything right, but they gave Aaron Rodgers a minute and 30 seconds left. Yeah. And you're just, you're just left there, and you're just thinking, like, damn, how cool would have a rematch been between the Packers and the Cowboys in the playoffs again. And the last time Tony Romo played Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs was the catch and how Tony has that playoff, what? how Tony kind of has more experience than Dak and maybe that, I hate you, uh, that <laughs> Romo has a little more experience than Dak and how different that game could have gone and how different 
this season could have gone if he didn't break his back. And now he probably might still be playing if that didn't happen. But now he's just getting paid millions of dollars to talk. But, yeah, that's my first one that really hurt me. What was the one you were thinking about, Joe? Uh, first one, well, probably have to think about another one. But um, first one that really kind of hit me is it's kind of a slew of injuries at this point. But it's got to be my man, J.J. Watt, man. Uh, yeah. Like an idol for me. Yeah, by I feel that. Far, by far and away, my favorite was well, still is my favorite player. I do have players I like, and I talk about a lot in the NFL. But you no, know, there's not one that I just vibed with quite like JJ Watt. Because you know I'm not a Texans fan, but I remember them booing him and all that jazz and people being upset. And you know from that point, I just wanted that guy to succeed. And then we all know what he became and. Just watching him get injured again and again and miss parts of seasons, miss whole seasons. It's just, it's really hurt because I'm a massive fan of him. Uh, he's the only player that I own a jersey of that's not a Jets player. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to the trajectory of his career. Three yeah. defensive player of the years in a right. row. Like, how many and... 20 sack seasons? I mean, come on. Like, he was on pace to be better yeah. than guys, statistically better than guys like. Lawrence Taylor. I mean, that's. He was I mean, I think he had bundle. the ability to do that. Like he was that yeah. kind of dude. Like you know, he was he was an animal. I, I mean, the, the pressures, the, the yeah, swats, the, the sacks, the tackles for loss. The he crazy was, part is you just we are seeing who would who JJ Watt should have been, which is Aaron Donald. I think we're seeing that. I understand um, they're different players, but just like uh, I'm a massive fan of Aaron that, Donald as well. <laughs> I think yeah, I just think that that JJ Watt. His legacy is what, obviously, his legacy is his own. He's first ballot Hall of Famer from a voter, <clears throat> but um, the whole like if you, you see like what Aaron Donald's done is like oh, oh shit that's JJ Watt like shit yeah, yeah man. same same dude same yeah. career trajectory three defensive player of the year yeah. twenty sacks yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, but that's my definite big one is JJ Watt. That's the one that hurts me the most. Well, um, well, I got something for y'all. Uh, it's not necessarily an injury per se, but culturally, we lost a player for a couple years. Um, when Mike Vick got put away, dog, that just like. Because, I mean, dude, I don't know if y'all actually watched Vic or not, but... I think we all know who Vic everybody, was. Everybody... I know you know who Vic was, but I don't know if no, you, like, no, but watched no, we him, know you know he, what I'm saying? We know who he was that dude. Dude was that guy. And, I mean, <laughs> he, like, anybody, like, like Lamar Jackson's doing basically the same thing right now, right? Uh, I mean, he can't... I mean, I personally don't believe he can throw as well as Vic could. Vic wasn't even the best... At throwing, but I still think Vic had like better. under sixty percent completion percentage. <laughs> Anywho, that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> like I said, from like a cultural standpoint, when he like when he got locked up for what he whatever he did did or didn't do, I don't really care what happened, but it, he got put away, right? So worse uh, gloss over that. It's just like. <laughs> You, it, it just like it just left like a hole because like I mean it's just like yo like what's going on where's our guy 
he's in jail. Mm-hmm. He's not here. He he can't he can't bring he's the same jail. the same excitement I, that I you wanted to see. Putting he's, away made him. He, he's I, he's in jail because he was throwing I, dogs I, in pools that were electric. Anyways, yeah, nope. Gloss over. Listen, listen, listen. We're good. Listen, listen. It's not about uh, if he did it or uh, if he didn't do it. Were you canceled? There, there was there was stuff done at his house. Can we stop? Can we stop? Regardless, like I said, the point is culturally, I I really feel like that was just a really huge blow to a lot of kids, especially when we were growing up. I mean, you guys were the ones who wanted to talk about it. I tried to I tried to go past it. I tried to go past it. He 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 oh. Yeah, you can't gloss over it because that's who. We, that's. I mean, it's it's a it's damn near ancient history. We know what's happened. It's he did, been it's there. Not what he did it. He did do it. I think he's part done of that also stuff. though makes his impact. The loss of him. I think I'm gonna no. So I think him going away made back, the impact of his comeback more comeback. apparent. Where how he did. Oh, for his sure. Time. He did pay for it. He changed, and then we saw how great he was after being locked up for, for sure a few years. And it's like, damn, what could have happened if he didn't get locked up? Yes, that's how kind of along the lines of seasons. what would have happened. So, yeah. yeah, and so another one, yeah. like an actual but, injury, like was when Kobe tore his Achilles. Yeah, when because uh, yeah. oh, bro, uh, if I don't know if y'all like were watching that season, but the, the Lakers were damn near out of the playoffs. Kobe, oh, that was the that was the Kobe borderline Kobe <laughs> borderline brought them to the playoffs. And he just fucking I mean, you just don't you just hate seeing it happen to somebody like that, man. I mean Tom Thibodeau minutes. You hate you hate you hate seeing that happen. Like I mean, like prime example would be like say if like uh who uh who was the eighth seed this year? I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> oh, like I think it was the Lakers, right? That'd be like watching like LeBron after willing because the, they were like no, not them. The it'd be like Steph. It'd be like it'd be like because Steph was Steph basically carried his team all season this year. So it'd be like watching Steph like go out there and like fucking oh, tear tear oh. his tear his arm or something, tear his arm up, and literally, then he can't shoot when anymore. He broke his hand, literally when he broke his hand. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess yeah. But no, that I know, that one, that hurt. Yeah. That was deep. I know. I have one, but the one that I did think of that I think we could all agree upon is everything that's been happening to Clay Thompson in the past like two, three years. Ah, oh, uh, dog. That that's that's tough, bro. I hate to see that. Cause he he, he don't he don't complain. He don't complain. He just goes out there and balls, or he tries to. These past couple of seasons, or I say these past couple, he didn't play these past couple of seasons. Um. The last couple seasons he was playing, he had been struggling a little bit. But damn it, if he wasn't out there, ball, if he wasn't out there playing, we all know who Clay is. If he wasn't out there playing, electric. man, he, I think he might be the best spark plug in NBA history. I mean, you just see the impact that he has. The Warriors, where he goes down, and then they're just not anything. Yeah, like they don't make the playoffs this year after Steph scoring like damn near forty points a game. And they can't make the playoffs because they don't have Clay. I still think that if Clay doesn't go down, they beat the Raptors. 
in that final series. Ah, that's tough. I don't think they beat him. I definitely think it goes to seven, though. But that just shows that his impact is more. Just also, just like good dude and just quiet, just a hooper and just. Uh, just a certified my, baller. My my, mine, was, my next one, is more of what it did to my, my team, is when Kawhi hurt his ankle against the Warriors in like twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pain. That's pain. That was all my homies hate Andrew Bogut. That was so bad. They were up, on this. They were they were up. It wasn't Bogut. It was Zaza, it wasn't was, it? Uh, Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was Zaza. Yeah, Zaza Pachulia. My bad. They were up. They were up on the seventy-three and nine Warriors in like game one by like twenty, and he just rolls his ankle, and then end up losing the series because he misses the rest of the series, and then that's the end up uh, the downfall of his relationship with Pop and everything. Because after he rolls his ankle, ends up tries to rush back from that, ends up hurting his quad. And he goes to get that like second opinion, and pops like you don't need that second opinion, and the whole team turns on him, and he goes, "Get me out of here." Yeah. And then trade him away. Raptors win a chip. Spurs just been mediocre ever since then. It's pain. It's pain. As soon as I start actually getting into basketball, my team goes from twenty years <laughs> of excellence to picking in the lottery. I mean, it doesn't help that like your best players had also been there for like twenty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you think Tim no, you're like, like, oh, we'll have Kawhi like... here forever. And it's, nope, he wants out. I mean, I think he was eventually going to get to L.A. at some point, somehow, honestly. Uh, yeah. But I but, think he would have stayed longer. Yeah, I, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, for sure. They had him and LaMarcus A. Tony Parker was still there. DeJounte Murray was on the come up. But, uh, pain. I think another Jay. another person that I think oh. was just like, <laughs> like, not like he's done playing now. Like Andrew Luck. Oh, that's yeah. that's it's tough, yeah. man. You, I mean, yeah, he's he was doing everything he could for his team. You know, not yeah. to say that there weren't yeah. other people on that team back. doing it, but he was doing what he could. And you can tell that man was constantly was got hurt. Uh. And I mean, I just love how the Colts treated him. And his decision to to leave and step away from the game, I think that was well respect. That's well respected, just, yeah, and a lot I more organizations should I take hate, that into consideration. I, what, I hate that because I always equate everything that happened to him as the same thing with Tony Romo and the Cowboys. Is obviously I think Luck Luck definitely had bigger potential than Romo and could have been significantly better, but they're in the same position where it's you have a franchise type quarterback, you get him skill players, but no line no defense and it's just like all right figure it out and then by the time they're all beaten up battered and bruised and have been hurt before then you get them the o-line they need but it's too late yeah it's, just, it's the same their windows thing. closed yeah the same thing yeah how, how'd you feel and about so it's like the, oh they finally got luck Ugh. how'd you feel about the dac thing that happened oh the ankle yeah I mean, I think last season was going to be a wash anyways. Cause the you thought lines... so? Oh, yeah. All right, we had no defense. Our O-line, the only two I mean, y'all still could have taken the, was... the division, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could have. Wouldn't it be hard? <laughs> no. We almost won the division with Andy Dalton. 
I'll take it. We had Ben DiNucci <laughs> start a game. But yeah, if that played, we would have won the division. But still, I think this season still would have been like I don't I don't think it plays out that different. Zeke sucked. We had we only Lel Collins was out for the season. Zeke's on his way Brian out. Smith is out for the season. Travis Frederick just retired. We had two undrafted free agents starting at offensive tackle. Like our best offensive lineman outside of Zach Martin last year was Connor Williams, who actually was solid last year. But then we literally didn't. Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish didn't know how to tackle. Our best defensive back was our second round pick rookie. Like the season was not going to go the way that we thought it would. And so like, yeah, I was upset when we signed Dak to $40 million a year. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I think Dak should have gotten paid, but you just look around the league and no team who's paying their quarterback that much is winning Super Bowls. And so I do have my second guy though. All right. Um, you know, quarterback of the defense, uh, Luke Keekly. Um, oh yeah, man. Uh, I mean, not even that's a tough thir- Not even thirty, or he's pushing it early. Like, again, I'm a defensive guy, so a lot of my connections are going to be with defensive people. And I mean, what wasn't there to love about Luke Keekly? Good dude straight baller you know nothing to dislike about the guy and just out of the blue i that retirement video i mean come on if you were ever a football player you just felt the pain that man was feeling having to retire for you yeah. know the save basically save his head i mean yeah you hate to see it but at the end of the day you respect it, and I mean that man. If you watch football, you know just how good Luke Geekly was. Uh, oh yeah, I watched, but of I watched course, him and Tony Romo's comeback game through two picks to him on Thanksgiving. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so horrible. Oh my god, it was fun to watch, man. <laughs> Dude flew around that field. Yeah, he did, bro. I, I know I'll, there's two more that I wanted to mention. I won't take very long on them because I want us okay. to get to the other stuff that you guys want to talk about. First one, Universal. I think all of us can agree on this. Damn, Alex Smith, bro. Oh, the broken uh, leg. Man. If y'all, did y'all watch that whole video on I mean, everything yeah. he went through? He got, he I've got seen it. Uh, I've seen part I of it, but I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the whole video, but I've seen, oh my God, I've seen some of it. The fact that he went out and he played. Last year was insane. Oh, I think everyone can just agree that he's just the dude. He's forever, yeah. forever holds a place in one of my favorite players. Just from that, he like, that oh man had mama mentality. <laughs> I've never, I've never wanted to root for the Washington football team ever in my life, except when he was playing. After mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but uh, last one, nothing, nothing hurt my my younger self more than seeing. Colt McCoy hurt his shoulder against Dog, Alabama. don't get me started with that. That almost got yes. me kicked out of Alabama one at one point. Because really? um, I think the next year or a couple years after that, um, I was driving up to South Carolina, and we stopped at Alabama, and we're taking a visit, like an unofficial visit, obviously. So you're just taking a visit, and you're just walking around and stuff. And then – they uh, they showed us like the the picture of when they won that championship right 
And I was like, y'all wouldn't have won if Colt McCoy didn't get hurt. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> I swear to God, I said that. It's I wasn't, I that wasn't was watching college. I knew nothing about college football at that time, so... I was, like, it's, it's, I was like, y'all aren't winning that game. It's Colt McCoy. Yeah, at the end of the day, it was, my brain no, it was, always defaults to Bama being Bama. Well, so Bama I, wasn't was, Bama no, then. That was when Bama was becoming Bama. That was when okay. Texas was literally was like insane. a top five team like every single mm-hmm. year. The year, before, like, the year before was when Texas beat Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. It's crazy. crazy. Playing Alabama in the national championship, it was, uh, it was that that hurts. That hurts so much. Yeah, that's that's I remember, pain. I remember my dad watching that game with my dad, and at halftime, he's like, "Go to bed." And it's like it was like the score was like thirty-five to seventeen at halftime. He's I like, was. I remember I was watching that game, and I saw like the play, and I was like, "Oh, it's a stinger," because I mean, I've, yeah. you know, I've gotten plenty of stingers. And I'm like, "Oh, it's a stinger. He'll be back." And then he didn't come back. I was like, okay, they're just taking their time with him. He'll probably be back after halftime. No. And he was – I was just – oh, my God. He, Cole no, McCoy testament. himself just hasn't even been the same since then either. Like – He was – no, no. I mean, his arm strength already wasn't there that much, and then that just kind of ruined it all. But he was uh, – it was it was literally the, – the score was super, super close. It was, like the, it was literally like the first quarter. Texas was going down the drive to score – and they're in the red zone, yeah. Yes. It's, it's, yep. Offense was humming. They're going to score to take the lead, and then Marshall Darius just hits him. Like, it doesn't even look like a bad hit, and his arm just goes numb. And then three or four picks through, like, three touchdowns. I think they end up losing by, like, 14, but there was a point in time where it was, like, a three-point game, and it was – Actually, a testament to Garrett Gilbert, how bad he was. He ended up – I say he's bad. He's the best quarterback for the Cowboys this year outside of Dak. But he uh, – the next year he gets benched for David Ash, then he transfers to SMU. That's that's how he was. And the fact that Texas almost beat Bama with there is him a, as a fresh quarterback. There is one player I want to touch on. Um, All right. Joe Jr., um, the Joe Jr.'s favorite player, uh, Wayne Shabet. Um, uh-huh. so Wayne Shabet, not probably not a lot of people know about him. Uh, he was a slot receiver for the Jets. Um, my first ever favorite player. Struggled with the concussion his entire career, and I remember my dad, um, handed me a like four pages. He printed out his entire retirement speech, and after it, I just there's just tears on the paper because like. You know, as a little boy, you know, I mean, you just you just gravitate towards players at that age. Yeah. And I don't know what it was about Wayne Shabet. I think it was a story, you know, the reason he was on the Jets was because his dad sent his tape. And he was kind of like in that group of slot receivers that started making kind of that position popular. Um, and yeah, this, that's just a quick one. Uh, Chad Pennington too. Just, uh, quick, just a quick player. Honorable mentions. Dang, Joe. Dang. All the Jets players, bro. All of them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, y'all had any other things y'all want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Um, 
So we touched on it earlier, but there is a Halo Infinite tech test going on this weekend. Um, and I do want to talk about, you know, things I like, things I don't like. Um, you know, just, just touch on a few things. I do want to say, though, that this... There is no mystery that the past two Halo games, uh, excluding the Master Chief Collection, have not been... Uh, how can I put this? Good? Uh, no. Um, uh, from everything from the campaign to the multiplayer. I mean, Halo 4's multiplayer... It's just not good. Um... I can't tell you why it's not good, because I don't I haven't played it in so long, but it wasn't great. Um, Halo 5, its multiplayer was solid at times, uh, but it just, just didn't feel like Halo. It was too fast, people moving too quickly, the TTK was too high. It felt more like, it really, I hate when people make these comparisons, but it really did kind of feel like COD with the Halo skin over it. Um, just with a slightly higher TZK time. And playing the Halo Infinite beta, not a beta, it's a tech test. Um, it's really brought back that, like, it's really brought hope into my heart as a diehard Halo fan that Halo might be all the way back on the multiplayer side. Um, the movement is exactly what you expect from Halo. Uh, fairly, it's not fast, it's not slow, it's that perfect middle ground. Um, there are, of course, are things that they've taken from the most recent games, like I said, uh, mantling, uh, sprint, slide, but those are all those are all cool things, you know. Sliding and shooting somebody is just fun. There's uh, not much to complain about there. Um, the gunplay feels like Halo 3. Uh, like, I picked up a, the battle rifle in Halo Infinite, and the first thing I thought when I shot that guy was like, oh my god, that's the Halo 3 battle rifle. Um, it almost sounds like it. It The fire rate is exactly what you would expect from the Halo 3 battle rifle. Uh, it looks a lot like the battle rifle, because in most recent Halos, somehow the battle rifle got more futuristic looking, and the Chris could attest to this. The fire rate was just weird. It it, it, it especially was, in like four and five, it, the battle yeah. rifle fire rate was almost too fast. Yeah, like it almost felt like a DMR in a sense. It was shooting so fast. It sometimes felt like it was shooting one bullet. Yeah, it was so bizarre. Um, yeah, no, the battle rifle, and then I want to touch on. There's two standouts in the weapon category so far. <laughs> um, the first one I want to talk about is the Commando. It's a... It's a beautiful gun. It's a beautiful gun. So it looks a lot like the DMR, um, but it's automatic. Um, lower fire rate, 20 round magazine. And it just feels good, man. Like... <laughs> That's probably the most satisfying it. gun to shoot in that game. Yeah, it's this, it just sounds beefy. It sounds like you're shooting a you know a strong big gun, and man, is it a strong gun? Um, you can even fire it like a really quick DMR, and it still just feels solid, like a longer range. 
you can just kind of just do a lot of follow-up shots and people will die quickly it's pretty cool um and that and then another one is the skewer which jared this weapon it's quite literally it's a big ass harpoon gun <laughs> yeah yeah yep. um so yep. it classifies as a sniper when i picked it up i thought it was a rocket launcher yeah it classifies it as a sniper. Like a Hmm? No, um, no, okay. it's it's pretty hmm. funky to shoot because it has travel time. Um, okay. Yeah, so you have to lead your shots, but I did see in the like the um, teaser trailer that they had at E3, was it? Yeah, that it I don't can think also lead it that much. Nah, I sh there was one time today where like I shot it, I thought I would hit a guy, and he just kind of ran right by it. <laughs> huh. Um. It looks like it can destroy vehicles, but again, we don't know because there are no vehicles, so there's nothing really tested on. Um, everything else is kind of what you expect from the guns, like the AR is what you expect. The pistol, it's good. Uh, it's you don't. It's not like the Halo Two pistol where it feels useless. Yeah, I'm it's not gonna more... cap. I think the Halo Two pistol. Is, I mean, not Halo 2 pistol. <laughs> I think this pistol in the Halo Infinite is amazing. It, it, yeah, like, it's, it's obviously not cracked like the Halo 1 pistol. No. Um, <laughs> it feels basically a like a viable multiplayer version of the ODST pistol. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's where I was going with it. I, I think it also, like, I mean, I actually like this comparison. I think it feels a lot like the pistols in Valorant. And the, the I wouldn't say tracking, but the target acquisition, I guess you could say. Or like just whenever you shoot and it goes to on the crosshair, it feels so like perfect with that gun in particular. I mean, because I, I've shot, I mean, I'm not the best shot, but I've shot some things that I didn't feel were, I feel should have hit and they didn't hit, but every time I had the pistol, it was on target every single time, and it was great. I love it. I do, th I do think the bullet um, gravitation is pretty good on it, for sure. Um, there's even this one weird weapon that I don't understand yet, and it's called the Ravenger. I, because you can, like, charge it up, shoot it it has like this aoe thing on the ground that damages people but if you just tap it it has like a burst fire that doesn't really do any damage and i'm not really sure what the gun's place is yet uh it does have a knife at the at the end so that's pretty cool i'm sure i'm sure that i'm sure the ravenger is like a weapon i mean um a uh a uh a vehicle destroying weapon that's what i think it it's for it might be, but it just seems weird that it would be in the game now, seeing as there's no vehicles. Like it well, just feels—it's I mean, new. They want to put it in the game. Yeah, I'm sure that's no the only reason I why get it's it. There. I just yeah, I just don't understand its place quite yet. I'm sure at some point we'll you figure it out. I just want to get data on it too. Yeah, it definitely feels underpowered though. I think I like I said, I don't understand it. I don't really know how it works. 
Um, but I always find myself gravitating towards it because I want to know how it works. <laughs> um, there's a new Covenant pulse rifle, like a. I think a, that's an interesting addition. A pulse rifle? Yeah, it's an interesting addition. Yeah, it's basically the Covenant BR. Uh, it doesn't. It feels kind of underpowered at the moment. I think. Um. It just doesn't. I think shields are just too strong right now. Maybe. It could be. I Again, it's tough to say. I think they need to tone down shields a little bit and up, like, your actual HP. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Again, uh, it's tough to say. Again, I haven't really used it because I kind of picked it up once. Like, ah, this sucks. But probably one of my favorite things in the game so far is the Needler. <laughs> oh, fuck the Needler, bro. I hate the in Needler. It i've always hated yeah. the needler no matter which game I, it was though regardless of if it was good or not i've hated the needler always the needler because for whatever reason when i think of halo the needler is one of the first weapons i think of because i remember as a kid the first time i saw it it was just captivating you it makes no sense <laughs> it's, it's just heat seeking bro it's a gun that shoots pink needles was there not to like about it I mean, your right. other favorite gun is the needle rifle. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see it. The I haven't seen that showing. yet, and I'm. Huh, I haven't <laughs> seen that yet, and I'm starting to think it might not be in the game. I told you it wasn't um, going to be in the game. Oh, shut up! Everything I don't... you're saying, everything you're saying, is actually making me hopeful for this game. I just hope the yeah. story delivers. Um, well, the yeah, multiplayer the, the is free to play, so I mean, if yeah. you're like, if you want, you can mm -hmm. play the multiplayer at least. Yeah, the multiplayer is free to play. That's story, huge. Story needs to deliver. Yeah, no, no the, uh, after, after I'm Halo telling you, me after all this, if the story is mid, I, I, Joe, I don't know if I can go back. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. It's just, it's tough. It's just been tough being a Halo fan. Like, I'm going to have to be stuck deadass playing Reach 1, 2, and 3. Like, yeah. And you can only play these 20-year-old games for so long. Right, I mean, how many clears do you have of all those games at this point? Like, it, it's... And it sucks because I love Halo so much, man. Halo yeah. was my first video game, bro. Like... Me too. I... Fuck, man. I, I don't want it. I don't want... Like, watching Halo go down the way it's gone down has been very, very similar to how it was... How I felt it was when I saw Derrick Rose tear his ACL. It was basically that's the same that's the equivalent right there. Yeah. Like it, it fucking heartbreaking, <laughs> and it but, makes um, it damn near makes me depressed. Yeah, but seeing the direction the multiplayer is going also makes me hopeful. Yes, very that much so. The campaign they also have their shit together on the campaign, but of course the campaign's a wild card right now. It will at it's least still... be fun to play the campaign at least. Yeah, uh, the grappling hook is a lot of fun. Is it? Dude, Jared, I grappled like, somebody. That's not going off of Halo 5 or Halo 4. It's just... It is going <laughs> off of Halo 5, but we don't really know how yet. It yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it, it is I following know. the story, but thought, from my I understanding... I thought they were reimagining it. From yeah. my understanding, I think they're getting rid of Spartan Lock almost completely, which I will say is a positive thing. Um, if they did the I whole Halo 5 thing better... Five. What was that? They need to retcon Halo 4 and Halo 5. They, uh, they can't. They did um, hire one of the original writers from the original Halo trilogy, though. 
to be on this team for the story. Except, so, seeing what they're doing with the multiplayer is if it makes me hopeful for the campaign. But I do want to touch on a couple things I don't like. Um, one thing I don't like is that grenades have hit markers. Why? Because, uh, first of all, we already know that Halo is already a grenade spam fest sometimes. Oh, and if someone is, if someone's gonna get a hit, if someone's gonna hit marker, they're already just gonna be chucking the next grenade, right? It's just I don't like it. Um, maybe you do. I wouldn't know why. I mean, um, I don't dislike it. I just think I'm indifferent about it. I mean, I'm not. I just don't too think, concerned about it. I just don't think it needs to be there. It just feels kind of off to me. I don't know why grenades would ever have a hit marker. I don't think they have. No, they do in Call of Duty. Yeah. But, I mean, shooters. in Call of Duty, it shows you when you stun someone. It does show you when you stun somebody. It shows you when you flash it shows you when someone. Someone trips your more. But how do you feel? But how do you feel about Call of Duty? I mean, you already know how I feel about Call of Duty. I don't like exactly. Call of Duty. Anyways, but um, no, no, no. But I mean, the thing about it is, but that's but those aren't the things that lead me to not like Call of Duty. How people play Call of Duty is why I don't like Call of Duty. <laughs> and well, because, that's. That with the combination of being able to die within like three, four bullets is why I don't like Call of Duty. Not because of shit like that. Fair. But that's just one thing I don't personally like. Kill you in Valorant? It takes like four shots, but that's completely oh, that's different. Crazy. No, no, stop. <laughs> we're not we're not We're not we're not doing this. The great hit markers is something I personally don't like. Uh there's nothing through technical issues. Um one of them was I think what's pretty funny is right now you can't change your push to talk binding because it completely crashes the game. <laughs> you, Joe, how many times did you I, crash today? <laughs> uh, I crashed. Well, so it was like twice off of. It was funny because I crashed. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I said, let me find out that changing my push to talk binding is crashing my game. Sure enough, I got to change my push. Into existence. Sure enough, sure enough, I go to change my push to talk, uh, keep adding what happens. Game crashes. And then I had like a bunch of other crashes, but I just reinstalled the game and it was fine. But uh, other than that, I don't, um, I don't like that we're fighting bots at the moment, but again, Shit. tech test, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind. Can you be an elite? No, no you can't be an elite in this game. We are, uh, eliminating elite preferred species, which is totally okay. Oh, so now you're just I, gonna? I I prefer to have the right to choose. No nope. representation. It's 2021 nope. now, Joe. You can't say things like that. Nope. Yes, I can. <laughs> everyone you're everyone knows racism in the Halo games is okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I um, I think we're. Oh, I ain't go gonna ahead. sit here and talk to no split jaws, okay? I feel you on that. Yo, um, yo, I I I've, <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed Halo. Uh, this tech uh test mm -hmm. beta whatever you want to call it i've enjoyed it um it definitely does get me hopeful for especially the map design the yes, map design i've great. loved i've loved the two maps that we've had so far uh yes there's another one in the game right now they they've definitely um they definitely have shown that they're competent on the multiplayer side of things yes so I wouldn't say I wouldn't go so far as to say that the story's gonna be just as good because I mean look Halo Five like that was a competent multiplayer but was the, the story shit the bed no 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 it wasn't but I mean but this 
I mean, it, it shows that they're at least listening to what people have to say. Yes, and they're taking uh, into, they're taking into consideration the older people that have played the game and people that are that they're trying to get into their game. The game definitely feels like it's made for the Halo fan. Um, like you know, the people who've been playing the game since one, two, three, not the people who started at four or five. It definitely feels like they are trying to appeal to basically people like me and Chris. And I wow. mean what's there to say right like it's just it's just exciting as a halo fan to see this is the point we're at it's just it's just you exciting know? to see something that's positive because i mean as as an old and... as an old halo fan dude i mean you sit there and then what happened to your game after reach you what you tried to find solace with the same company in fucking destiny and what a mess <laughs> that was year 1 Oh my lord! I uh, save the destiny talk for another. No, 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 no! I don't want to end up that can of worms. No, 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 no! We're <laughs> that is the, a can of worms. Destiny, already. destiny is definitely a different episode. That's not. That's definitely not today. Um, no, that's definitely not today. We're, we're nearing that ninety-minute mark too. Yeah, we're we're at an hour and a half. Yeah. One uh one hour thirty-two minutes. But yeah, um, that's yeah. basically all I want to say with that. It's just been. Uh, I mean, I think that's tough. It's been tough. I think it's a good. I think it's a good little stopping point. Unless anyone's got anything else they want to say, I think. Uh, I think Chris. I, I, I mean, I I do, but I mean, I think I can also save my last no. topic unless you I want to talk about good, it now. I think it's. I think it's a good topic for this episode, to be honest. Well, I mean, okay. Well, Jared, I think you could have some something to add to this, but it's basically okay. so. How do we all become friends? Playing games, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. But we played Halo, right? Yeah. However, we grew closer as friends playing games like Siege and fucking Destiny and we grew occasionally Madden. Games. No, I mean, here and here's what I'm saying. Where, why are shooting games not fun anymore? And I mean, like, not inherently, because the mechanics are there for a shooting game to be fun. But it's just, like, I feel that shooting games have become too much of a cash grab from the developer side of things. I think that it's become too much of a competitive thing from the player side of things and from the community side of things. Uh, well, I guess you would also count that as one of the player things. It's just, yeah. I think metas are tearing apart shooting games. Yes, I think I actually I think have metas a couple things. have completely shit on what makes a shooting game feel unique. What makes a shooting game like actually want to be like a different game? And so, there's a lot of things. I mean, it's just because prime example. You'd have, like, a lot of games are gravitating towards either the BR section, the tax shooter section, or the arena shooter section, right? Yeah. And it was cool before because the BR thing, I know it didn't start with PUBG, but PUBG made it, like, really popping, right? Mainstream, yeah. In... 
it was cool because it's like, oh, you got people on people trying to get to one left. That hasn't been done before in a shooting game. You got the, the uh, shit, I don't even remember what I was saying. You got the arena ones, which is obviously where Halo shines, and that's where, that's that was the original huge arena shooter, because you can say Quake, you can say things like that, but I mean, I, I say Halo, because that was me. And then you got the, the tack shooters, you got CSGO, Valorant, Siege. And like I said, I think the community and metas and just, I think that's tearing up shooters being fun. I think that's just completely blowing it out of the way. And it's, I, because I, I felt it, I felt it the last time I played Valorant because I played it and I was having fun, question mark. It was like, <laughs> I, like, because we were winning, I was getting kills, but it just was like, it felt empty. It just felt like there was no, like, it almost felt like there was no reason for me to be playing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jay, you say you're a piece, uh, and I'll add my I actually have, I have three, this one's not like a lot, but I have three things I think are heavily pushing shooters into this meta direction, uh, competitive direction. Uh, the first two are the biggest ones. Uh, the rise of esports. None of these things are inherently negative either because I support both things I'm about to talk about. The rise of esports and streamers and YouTubers. Um, so obviously with the rise of esports, you're going to have the rise of meta, right? Um, so... Every game at this point has a meta. I mean, Siege has a meta. Warzone, of all things, has a meta, right? And esports, obviously, is going to steer toward, more towards our Sieges, Valorant, CSGOs. Uh, you know, people see how these people play, and, you know, everybody, you know, wants to, you know, win, right? Which is fair. And they see how these people play, and they're like, all right, this is the setup we need, right? We need this, 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 this. Everything else is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm trying to think of a siege meta. We're going to touch on, because this is most close to me, we're going to touch on our most recent utility meta on defense, where it was just deployable shield, deployable shield, deployable shield. Let's bring Goyo. He has three deployable shields. You know, like, that's, you know, people aren't enjoying that. That's not an enjoyable experience. Because then that forces you to have to play a certain way on attack. Which is you're gonna have a Sophia, an Ash, those are your mainstays, right? And then you're gonna have a hard breacher who's gonna have flashes, because you need a hard breacher. Right? And there's just no there was no way to really play any other way on that side of the um spectrum. And now streamers YouTubers, again, I support streamers YouTubers, I love I love many streamers. I love many YouTubers. And they kind of take over games like Warzone, for example. You know, of course, you know, they want these high kill games. They want to do this. They want to do that. So they're going to find immediately what's the best gun? What's the best attachments? 
right? And then you play a Warzone game, and everyone's using the same exact gun with the same exact attachments, the same exact character skin, because that's what all the streamers are using. You know, and as fun, as much potential as there is to have fun in Warzone, it's only so much fun playing against the slide-canceling Rose skin who's jumping around every corner with a gun with zero recoil, a jacked rate of fire, and it's just makes it just not an enjoyable experience just dying to the same shit because there's, there's nobody else is doing anything else you know what i'm saying like yeah it's, it's just it's it, a pain in it the just becomes ass. monotonous like let's just say the dmr meta everybody's using a dmr nobody's using anything else you're gonna be dying to the same gun every single time you drop and it's just like that's just not it again monotonous and boring and then the third topic i want to touch down is just toxicity period the shooter mark the shooter market um honestly there's one game that shines with i say as little toxicity as possible but uh and that's halo i've had very little toxic experiences in halo but i mean the amount of toxic experiences I've had in Siege, I've had in Valorant, I've had in just almost every other shooter, Call of Duty, Warzone. I mean, the amount of times I'll kill somebody in Warzone and I'll be called the F word, the N word, this, that, that, this. It's just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> you know, and then in Siege, you do something someone doesn't like and immediately you're just being berated. Right, just and, a lot of introspective reflection right now. Well, first, no, no, I mean I, it's it's facts. I, 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 like, I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm, just, well, I'm just saying well, what percentage my, of the toxicity is coming from you. My okay, my toxicity is At least not 10. the same as somebody <laughs> else's. Like, I'm not sitting here calling somebody the N word over and over and over again. Right? Like at the end of the day, the way I'm toxic is gonna make people laugh. No one's gonna laugh at some dude sitting there just berating people because that's not funny right now i i do have my moments where i was not the nicest person and i will admit that but you know a lot of the times that i've been toxic has been because people were toxic to me and i'm not that's the best way to handle things but i'm not gonna let some 14 year old sit there and scream at me in siege like come on shut up i'm old enough to be your stepdad like leave me alone (laughs) i think think a lot of the issues with with the shooters not being fun is it's a lot of rinse and repeat Mm -hmm. and that's it's a genre that's hard to reinvent yeah because very hard yeah if you break it down it's point click gun go blam blam like everything's been done at this point as well and so it's very hard to innovate and when you do innovate everyone copies mm-hmm. everyone copies when you do innovate and then it saturates that market i think the other part of it i know a lot of a lot of the stuff it's not a lot of it but a decent of the stuff that like joe you point out, a lot of it is like subjective and stuff like the devs can't control like yeah they can try to fix stuff but at the end of the day, if every streamer figures out 
this gun has the slightly better fire rate and this, this, and that, then everyone's going to copy it. There's nothing they can really do. They can try to balance it, but it's going to take five seconds to find the next thing. Exactly. So that part is subjective, and that kind of lays into my next point where I think shooters aren't fun anymore because we're older and we're chasing that high of we're the generation that grew up where we had peak Modern Warfare 2, we had peak Halo 3, we had peak Battlefield. And we're trying to chase the next game that's going to be that for us, but it's mm -hmm. never going to come. And it's because we're not, like you guys mentioned, we're not really, like you guys feel like Halo's finally being targeted for you guys. It's because we haven't really been the targeted demo for a while. And so yeah. I think, and it's a lot of the times like when people do try to innovate and it doesn't work, it's just like, well, shit, do we just go back to what we were doing? Like, when Halo tried to innovate with Halo 4, Halo 5, it just turned out to be dog shit. And it's just no. like, hey, they're like, hey, they're like, well, shit, they did what we wanted to do with where we tried to innovate, but it just didn't work out. It's not what they liked. And it's just a lot of rinse, repeat, we're getting older, we're trying to chase that nostalgia feeling of, oh, this is a good game. Like, I feel like Valorant is the closest thing to try to innovate, where they made it CSGO with superpowers. But... if once again, empty. it kind of gets played out. That's why I didn't enjoy that much because I was like, oh, every round's almost the same thing, and I just need to get better at this one thing. And it's just rinse and repeat, trying to chase the same thing that we had when we are younger. And then I know the main reason why I don't find shooters as fun anymore. It's like the people that I play them the most with don't all like play together because we're all older, we have stuff going on, and just like the core group of people that I know I played with, including you two, just doesn't play as much together. And that was the most fun part of it was yeah. playing with the people. And I, that's the biggest thing for me. Like I, I personally feel burnt out on shooters and I have a hard time playing shooters just cause it's like, I've been playing that for almost 20 years and it's just hard to find the right game to get back into it. And so, like, I remember when we were playing the Master Chief Collection again with our buddy Michael over the summer, and that's the most fun I had playing a shooter since we all first started playing Siege together. And everything just comes like back that. to Halo. And so, yeah, and so, like, everything comes back to where it's the same point-click. They have to find the right balance of innovation to appease the wanting stuff to change, but then also have to play in the nostalgia factor of what works. And it's just no one's found that right thing yet i'm hopeful the game that i'm hopeful i can do it is the new battlefield game yes i think everything that i've seen for that seems like it'll be it'll it's the right blend of old and new that it yes. could be decent but like yeah it's just hard to that's why like it's just, it's just hard to try to get something to work and then when games find out oh this is just a cash cow that we don't have to put as much effort into it anymore <clears throat> 2K. Yeah. I but do it's, yeah, think... It's just... Sorry. That's why I don't think shooters are as fun. It's just copy and paste, rinse and repeat. It's the same thing we've been playing for 20-ish years now. And then it's just... For me, it's just the people that I'm playing with. We all don't play together as much you know, anymore. You know just, what that's, the, not a, that's not anybody's fault. You know what the other, the other what shit thing about that is? The other shit thing about that is that, like how else are you going to get, like, what other genre of game gets, like, it's everybody four, four or five plus people together, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, not even it's, Destiny it's, has four yeah, people. Like, it's it's insane. That's it's, why it's it's really it really right. sucks. But I mean, it does. Um, because you got to think about it, and I mean, you got games like games that are definitely unique in their own aspects, like Dark Souls and Bloodborne and all that. But you can only play with what two other people at a time. And how yeah. often are we getting those games? And I mean, like you know that you want to like play with your friends. You want to play games with your friends. But when it all boils down to it, you really only have, I think, maybe two, three different genres of games that you can play. You can play a shooting game, you can play a racing game, or you can play a sports sim game. Yep. And, un- like, I mean, ironically enough, those are the three genres that have damn near zero innovation from game to game. Yep. And it really sucks, because, I mean... I, I mean, I said it for the longest time back in the day, but, like, when Assassin's Creed was only single-player, I was like, bro, imagine if this game had multiplayer and you could just run around and, like, do shit with, like, your homies. And then, like, they made, obviously, some kind of multiplayer, but, I mean, we don't need to talk about... Yeah, that shit was fun. That shit was fun. I mean, I didn't that find it enjoying. I didn't find blast. it all that enjoying. But Unity came out. And that was a unique multiplayer experience, and that was, like, so yeah. much fun. And, like, you couldn't – you could get up to, like, I think, like, five people playing that game at one time. It, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was different. It was nice. It was good. Didn't I'm, work, but it was a good time. <laughs> I mean, well, it, I'm sure it works now, but uh. that game – that game when that – that was back when whenever a game came out, it looked like it needed duct tape and bandages to, to power on. But – yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it's just. I definitely do think that some games need. To, I just sound very weird, but I do think some games are looking into uninnovating, um, like Halo Infinite is, right? Jared touched on it, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. And that's a big point of his I agreed on, was games are innovating almost too much at this point. Yeah, I mean, about you gotta think the about next it. Big thing rather than just being right. solid. Just yeah. like Halo, just be Halo. Battlefield, for the love of God, but that's just the, that's be the, Battlefield. But this is this is the part that I touched on too: is that we're living in the nostalgia, and it's it's tough. Well, I mean, I think the only reason it's nostalgia is because they fucked it up so much. I think if it wasn't as fucked up as it was, and they didn't change so much stuff. That it, we wouldn't be at this point where it's nostalgia. I think yeah. that, I mean, granted, there is some point where you have to like do some innovation because you don't want your game mm-hmm. being stale. But, yeah. I mean, the the amount of innovation, the amount of changes, the degree of changes, it's just like sometimes you don't have to do all that. It's sometimes extreme. simpler is better. Yes. Yep. And there's two games I'm very hopeful for that will maybe hopefully kind of get that spark in us again uh halo infinite and i really do think 2042 is going in the direction of more battlefield 4 battlefield 3 where i know i can't speak for you chris but i know for me jared michael and justin no 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 i'm getting battlefield i mean yeah because i mean i can't not play with my boys i can't yeah right but what i'm saying is is i know for us did i say four people or five you said five Okay, us five was 
a lot. It was a very good time for all of us. Would you agree, Jared? Yep. And if Battlefield 2042 can kind of, kind of hit that, to kind of hit that nostalgia button just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to be crazy. Yeah, just, just, bit, just, 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 you know, you just, you know, give it a yeah, touch, tick, tease, tickle, and wiggle a little, little bit, bit, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. She just needs to rub the nipples a little bit, you know. Just a. Just a kid. Just, that's the part where nobody listens to on the podcast. Anywho, <laughs> but uh, anyways, but yeah, anyways, what uh, I'm saying is, if it just hits that button a little bit, I do think that can be a game that we can get back into with the boys because it's going to be crossplay. Good, that's good innovation, right? Yes, because that that's allows the that's the best. Yes, that's the best innovation. Yes, best that thing. allows me. To it us that allows us to play with our homie Justin, who's only on console, despite being able. To, anyways, um, who's still on console, it allows us to play with him. And you, yep, you, just, you kind of see where I'm getting at. That's uh, good it innovation. Makes it, more, it makes it more accessible. Yeah, and that's but, gonna. Yeah, it just makes it. Just allows just you to play with your friends again. And just, yeah. yeah, and that's what we need: just being able to play yes. with our friends again. Yeah, but that's I at think... the end of the day. That's what makes shooters so much fun, is those yeah. experiences with your friends. You know, like I want to use an example: when me and Jared two v four people to a W on Halo uh, Master Chief Collection. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that was miserable. You know, it was great. Those, it was a miserable experience. Those are <laughs> the experiences that shooters give. Yep. Me, I mean, we could talk about Siege memories all day. Griff you know? ball, everything. Joe, when when yeah. when me and you were down like eleven to two in Valorant, came back and won. Yeah, like, and that's <laughs> and that's like a game that. me and or, Chris or don't even we, love like that. Or or when yeah. we dropped, or when we bet fifty dollars on a fucking three v three siege game. Yep, I think I think these are all. I think these, yeah. we need to delve. Have a separate thing where we delve into a lot of no. Our, we're definitely going gaming to. stories. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. we're nearing we're nearing this two hour mark. I'm uh, I'm fading a little bit. I definitely do think we are. This is the stopping point. Yes. No, this is yes. definitely where the. That's we, I'll wrap it up a little bit. We're approaching I'm the red gonna, light for sure. I'll I'll wrap this up a little bit. Uh, pre, uh, appreciate everyone. If anyone is listening, no idea what outlets these are gonna go on. No idea what social media platforms we're gonna put this on. So we're just gonna cover all the bases. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. Download, share, retweet, quote tweet, add your story, word of mouth. The no the no shot podcast. Uh, appreciate if you've made it this far. Appreciate you. Uh, we're gonna try to do this like once a week, if we can. Uh, obviously, there's stuff we can do better. We're gonna clean it up. Try to just keep going. There's three friends like talking about stuff. Three oh, yeah, appreciate you. Just appreciate you listening. Three homies, one mic. <laughs> not just no boys, shot. You boys. said that just now. <laughs> and with that, oh, we'll see. Ya. Appreciate you guys. Anything y'all want to say, fellas? Man, uh, again, if anybody is listening, I want to thank you. Um, this is something we've been wanting to do for a long time. So again, just, if anyone's listening, we appreciate it. Uh, this is definitely a passion project. Um, definitely <laughs> something that. Uh, It'll get better, maybe. <laughs> no, it's going to get better. Um, I know Jared is. Uh, Jared's been talking about this for a while. Um, this is something that I think 
would actually benefit all three of us to some extent. Uh, I think that it's going to be something that if we put our foot down and you guys put your put in your headphones, you just tune in. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. Yep. I. I. All right. I did. I did.